On this episode of the GodFocusPodcast.com, we have a great guest who went to heaven and came back to tell his story. Here is Bill's story. Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today our topic is heaven is real. Buckle in. We have a phenomenal story up ahead. MJ, take it away. Introduce our guest speaker today. Thank you. Awesome, Angie. Yes, heaven is real. You know, I was reading the book from Don Piper. I've watched his movie about 90 minutes in heaven. And in 2018, uh, I got a call from a friend that I've known since 1992. Yes, I've known this guy for 29 years. And his mom is a very devout Christian. He is a father of a soon-to-be 16-year-old boy who's excited about driving. He's been in many different businesses. He's an entrepreneur at heart, and he's the kind of friend that will give you the shirt off his back. And today, we get to hear his story. And so welcome to the God Focus Podcast, Mr. Bill Bushy. Welcome, Bill. Hey, Mike, Hi. Angie, everybody. How you doing today? Hey. Good. Welcome, good, Bill. Good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, William. Well, we're so grateful you're here today because, you know, you have a story about going to heaven and it starts in 2018. So if you don't mind, tell us as many details as you can. And then we're going to ask you some questions here. And thank you for just being here. So take it away. How did this all happen and what happened? Sure. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Bill Bushy. I was uh, in February of uh, 2018. Uh, I was actually in uh, Houston, Texas, pursuing a uh, new job opportunity. Uh, let's just say it didn't work out. And on um, February 12th, I decided to come back home to Chicago. And uh, I was only gone a week. And uh, but that was enough. And I uh, uh, just came back home and uh, got my uh, um, self in a position where I was going to be comfortable again. And I wasn't feeling good. And um, my leg was hurting. And uh, on the airplane ride, I uh, got home and I didn't feel good. And then Monday I woke up and um, I was uh, not feeling good all day and just in some pain. And um, my friend called me at 9 o'clock at night to check on me. And uh, her name is Tanya. And I was watching The Bachelor, <laughs> and uh, I like that show. And uh, I said, uh, I'm going to watch The uh, uh, Bachelor, and then I'll go to the hospital. Because she asked if I would go to the hospital and get checked out. So I didn't even have a car at that time in my life. And I walked down to the neighbor, and uh, thank God he was home. His name is Aaron. And uh, I just, he's like, man, you don't look good. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel good. Can you take me to the hospital? I'm going to get checked out. So that was Monday night. Um, they admitted me into the hospital and uh, ran some tests on me and uh, were trying to figure out why I didn't feel good and what was wrong. And um, Monday morning on, uh, uh, actually Monday was the 13th. So actually Tuesday the 14th, which happens to be Valentine's Day, um, they uh, gave me a CAT scan. And uh, they had to inject some dye into you. And uh, I think the injecting of the dye loosened the blood clot. 
because um, about 20 minutes later after the CAT scan, uh, I was waiting in the hallway, get wheeled up to my room. Uh, the guy came and got me and uh, we got to the room. And then um, as I was uh, getting up out of my chair, I didn't feel very good. And I was uh, dizzy and um, I made it to the bed without falling on the ground, thank God. And uh, I remember hitting the nurse button and then uh, I wet myself, I lost control of my bodily functions and just collapsed on the bed. And uh, the nurse rang through and I was like, yeah, I don't feel good, something's wrong. And I told her what happened. And the next thing I knew, I had like five doctors and nurses in my room all, you know, <laughs> going through their, uh, uh, I, I probably felt like a NASCAR car, you know, the pit stop. <laughs> Everybody was uh, uh, doing their thing and checking my vitals and uh, my blood pressure was dropping. And they're like, uh, we got to get them to ICU. And uh, I remember the doctors and nurses, uh, um, wheel me down a hallway and uh, they were like yeah his blood pressure is going from like 80 to 60 to 40 and uh, I remember the nurse you know saying hang on you know uh, we're going to get you we're going to take care of you and whatever she said and it was uh, a pretty intense time and in the meantime uh, I guess somebody called my emergency uh, contact Tanya and you know, Tanya says she she was driving like uh, 100 miles an hour to the hospital and she was only like 10 minutes away. And uh, I guess she got there and uh, uh, they let her in the room and basically uh, uh, I died. And um, I remember uh, when I died, I uh, uh, I don't know time frame, guys, seconds, minutes. I, I, I don't know that. All I know is I, um, I remember when I kind of came to, my spirit was in the hallway and of the hospital. And I could see to my right, uh, Tanya and uh, later who I found out was the chaplain, uh, were talking in the hallway corner. And I looked over into the room and I could see myself on the bed and um you know uh, basically at that point um the angel came and got me and uh, i was kind of like a twilight hallway you know white and black flashing uh lights and then the next thing i know um we see the gate of heaven um it was kind of like being uh like a star trek being uh transported there <laughs> that's the best feeling I can uh, describe that I felt. And uh, I remember in the book of Revelations, it talks about the, the, the gate of heaven and how beautiful the walls are and everything. And it was beautiful, gold, silver, diamond, emeralds, um, just uh, the most majestic uh, uh, gate that I'd ever seen and just uh, really glistening and bright and there was a sea of people of all kinds of colors and nations and uh, creeds. And uh, I can definitely say, you know, God's not a racist, obviously. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it was uh, really neat to see that. And the angel and I uh, were hovering over the, um, over the gate. Uh, we were kind of like suspended in midair and he was holding me. And then as soon as we crossed over the gate, 
Uh, I did not get to like see the city of heaven. Uh, I did not get to, you know, uh, walk the streets or anything. Um, immediately we were in God's throne room and I was on my knees and God did not reveal himself to me and, uh, uh, visually. However, uh, you know, it says in the Bible that he will speak to you in a thunder and a lightning. And he's done that to me, uh, prior to this experience in my life. So I know what the Bible says is true and real. And, um, he said, uh, I'm not finished with you yet. I'm sending you back. I didn't get to ask a question. I didn't get to, you know, uh, say, can I stay? <laughs> Which I would have loved to have stayed. Uh, uh, there was no pain, uh, no nothing until I woke up back in the hospital. And um, I was very humbled to have that experience. And when I woke up in the hospital, I had a uh, tube shoved in my throat. So I wasn't able to really talk to people. And the only thing I could do is, um, you know, write on a notepad. And uh, Tanya was there. Uh, the nurses were there. Um, I got to find out later that, you know, they paddled me three times uh, in 12 minutes and 53 seconds that I was dead. I had no oxygen. Uh, and when I woke up, I had no brain damage or anything. And, um, you know, that's just the, the miracle of God. Uh, uh, preserving me because, uh, like he said, he wasn't finished with me yet. So, um, I later, you know, I heard that, you know, Tanya was, uh, you know, in the hallway, uh, at like six minutes, they were thinking about giving up on me and, uh, stopping, uh, working because that's a long time to be dead. And, you know, Tanya was there, said, uh, keep working on him. He'll come back. He's a strong guy. So she was, uh, you know, kind of like my angel on earth and uh, telling the doctors to keep working on me so they could bring me back. But uh, they weren't in control. God was. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, ever since, uh, you know, three years ago, it's been a very humbling experience. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I just tell people uh, that I know the experience and um, uh, try to encourage them, let them know that, you know, heaven's real, God's real. Um, uh, he's, he's great and merciful. And, um, obviously if he sent me back, he didn't want me to have brain, <laughs> brain damage. So, uh, but talk to some of my friends, they might disagree with you. <laughs> um, but I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm, uh, doing good and, uh, uh, living my life. And, uh, you know, I've read the Bible twice all the way through prior to this experience from front to cover. I've read it twice in my life. And uh, I've learned great things from it. And, um, you know, just uh, I'm wondering what my purpose is on earth uh, besides telling my story to believers and, uh, you know, just having a purpose in my life, uh, you know, to uh, accomplish great things and expand the kingdom of God and uh, give glory to him and everything that I do. Um, the one thing I do want to say, too, is if someone like me with all the things that I've done in my past, and I'm not going to get into them, but we're all sinners. But I mean, I would, you know, <laughs> uh, let's just say that uh, man's view is not God's view. And, uh, you know, yeah, our, our God is a forgiver. And uh, he, uh, 
if you let me go to heaven and experience all that and see that with everything I've done in my life, uh, most people have nothing to worry about. And um, that uh, uh, just know in your heart that, I mean, when I died, I didn't feel any pain. Uh, obviously, when I woke up, I was in pain. Uh, but when you, I died, I mean, I felt no pain, no uh, uh, no, no hurting or anything of that nature. It was uh, uh, just a, uh, um, like I was alive, but in the spirit world. And, um, you know, I felt great. And um, that's really all I got to share with you guys right now. And uh, I hope that it empowers your life and uh, lets you know that uh, our God is real, heaven's real. And um, that if you do believe and choose our Lord as your savior, uh, there's something there for you. Amen. So with that, you guys can ask questions. Awesome. Oh, Thank you, William. Thank you. Angie, go ahead and take it away. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much for sharing, Bill. That's what an amazing experience. And um, we we have a, a list of listeners here live. They're going to be asking you some questions. We'll just go through everyone. Um, think about something that you want to be asking Bill based on what he just shared. And we'll start off with Kevin. Hey, Bill. Uh, thanks for uh, telling your story. And I'm curious about the angel. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about the angel? Well, um, they, he or she don't really know, uh, grab, grab their arms around me and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And, uh, the next thing I know we're going through like the twilight little hallway. Um, and, I don't really like recall seeing wings or, uh, you know, I just remember his arms wrapped around me and uh, hovering me over the gate of heaven. And um, the next thing I knew I was in God's throne room, I was on my knees and um, the angel I think was gone uh, because when God said he was finished with me, uh, not, or when God said he wasn't finished with me yet, he was sending me back. And those were his exact words. I mean, immediately I woke up in the hospital and, uh, they said it was uh, four hours later, um, but after 12 minutes and 53 seconds, they got my pulse back. So uh, really not very descriptive on the angel part. Um, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, uh, uh, male or female. Um, however, uh, I do. I remember like being lifted up after he grabbed a hold of me and we went through that twilight uh uh, zone that's the best thing I can uh, relate to it um, experience and um, very thankful that uh, God sent them to come get me thank you awesome Laura yeah hi thank you um, yeah thank you for sharing your story um, I'm fascinated personally by near-death experience stories so I love actually that I could talk to somebody who's actually had one um, so thank you for being here and letting us ask you questions um, sure you're welcome and- Yeah. So, okay. So uh, I can tell you're very faithful and then, you know, you've read the Bible twice um, and now you've had this experience. So I'm curious how, after this experience, um, just in your day to day, um, how it has informed or changed your connection to either Jesus or God or spirit or however, I mean, how has it, if at all changed how you commune or connect? Well, um, I was, uh, 
in uh, the best thing I can say is in 2008, I, I completed reading the Bible and uh, I was diagnosed as bipolar. And uh, I definitely call it the Holy Spirit um, as opposed to a mental illness uh, because of the spiritual things that happened to me in my life. Um, so before this experience, I was already kind of a holy roller, uh, believer in God, Jesus, and, um, had experienced, um, his communication on earth, um, uh, to me through ex certain experiences that I, um, experienced. Mm -hmm. So, uh, after this happened, um, I mean, I do, uh, I, I kind of talk to God more on a personal level, um, as opposed to, uh, uh, kind of a praying level, I guess. And, um, I'm, uh, um, can't wait to get back to be honest with you. Like, uh, I mean, it was just so beautiful. I can imagine what the city would be like and, uh, you know, uh, to actually be able to, uh, talk to our God, it would be awesome again. Uh, like he was talking to me in that room. So, I mean, um, the, uh, uh, intensity level, um, is obviously, um, very high because I experience, uh, that, uh, you know, after death and then coming back to life, um, I really kind of struggle, like what my purpose is and what I'm supposed to do. Uh, if you're not finished with me yet, and I've done a lot in my life, <laughs> I've done a lot and I've been in a lot of places. I've been to like, uh, I think I've been to 40 out of the 50 States. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to Canada. Um, you know, I, uh, just wonder where, uh, and what life holds for me next. And, uh, I try to make sure I, I seize every opportunity that God gives me to better my life and to, uh, expand his kingdom and um, um, gather more believers for him. Thank you. That's phenomenal. And um, we can circle back again. And if anyone has any questions along the way, you know, we will definitely get them all answered by the end of this conversation. Robin, you're up. Am I allowed to ask two questions? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Bill, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Um, the first question might be the easier. I don't know. Um, do you remember, do you remember what you were thinking before you died? Like, did you have, did you feel like yourself? Um, I mean, I'm sure you didn't know what was really going on, but did you have, do you remember thinking anything specifically? before the, you were transported the last thing i remember is uh they were wheeling me in the hallway of the hospital okay. and the nurse was like you know talking to the doctor i guess he was right there too and uh there was probably a couple people wheeling me and uh, his blood pressure is going down to 80 uh it's going down to 60 it's going down to 40 and uh i could just the last thing i remember is you know bill stay with us uh, you know, fight. We're going to, you know, uh, do our best uh, to help you, but hang in there and stay with us, Bill. Stay with us. And uh, that was it. And then uh, um, I don't know if I, I probably passed out and then died, you know, uh, but 
there was no pain and and that I occurred during that time time uh, that I uh, what I remember last to uh, being in the hallway. I don't even know like how long I was dead before I ended up in the hallway. You know, when my spirit actually left my body, and uh, that was the first thing I remember is Tanya in the corner and me on the other side. But um, there really wasn't any pain. So. <laughs> Um, and just, uh, you mentioned briefly about, um, being bipolar and, uh, you referred to it as like, um, something spiritual, right? A battle. Absolutely. Well, I, um, I hope you don't mind me asking this. I, um, I have myself dealt with anxiety and depression all of my life and, um, like I believe with it, with all my heart that in an instant I can be healed by Jesus Christ. And I also know that and acknowledge that things happen in his time and you probably agree. So my question is, um, I was wondering if um, you were healed, <laughs> you were healed, um, you know, after your, after your um, near death experience, do you still have struggle with, those issues uh, I mean that's a very good question um, I it took five years to find the right medicine that would it never completely stops God because when he wants to talk to you he's going to talk to you amen he will so, however uh, the Holy Spirit that is in all of us um, was extremely uh sensitive prior to getting the on this medicine and uh you know medicine is man-made too it's you know not the end all be all um and you know once in a while i still i can feel the holy spirit running through me and uh mm -hmm. connecting to certain individuals so to speak kind of like an esp and uh um the medicine though works and has really toned down my mania and depression and for anxiety and for depression, I don't like taking pills and uh, you know, they had me on a bunch of different ones and just the side effects and the way I felt like being a zombie or this or that, I didn't like that feeling. Right. Uh, so I, 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 I choose to do medical marijuana okay. and that, that really okay. helps with anxiety and depression and being able to sleep mm -hmm. and um it uh uh god created it anyway mm -hmm. and uh you know i uh, uh i believe in that plant um religiously you know and what it can do for people that are and have a mental illness or suffer from anxiety or depression mm -hmm. and um the the pill too really does work i've been hospital free for I think it's uh, six, six or seven years now, and I haven't been hospitalized for mania or depression. Wow, great! That's so. so awesome. and I take Latuda. That's the name of the medicine. Uh -huh. Okay. Latuda is very expensive. Um, it's like a thousand dollars a month with my insurance. Wow. So I go, I go to my uh, mental health center and I get free samples uh, because if I didn't get the free samples. I couldn't afford medicine. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as much as I love the Holy Spirit running wild, other people don't. 
Um. So, so uh, and it's really uh, strong uh, within me. So uh, I'm kind of glad that I have the medicine because uh, most people can't um, uh, accept what I have to say and how I act when it's running wild. So I uh, hope that answers your question. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, you're really? welcome. So before I died, I was on the medicine. So, I mean, it really, you know, it really helped out a lot. So, um, but uh, uh, let's just say that, you know, I don't fear dying. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I mean, I'm ready. Whenever he wants to take me, let's go. So, <laughs> but my uh, son and friends and family would, you know, differ. They want me around still. So I get it. But uh, I'm ready to go back in, in any minute because it was an awesome experience. Amen. That's awesome. Um, I have a quick question, Bill, uh, regarding this. Mm-hmm. Did you, okay, so you're, you're speaking about the bipolar and the depression I don't know about the depression, but um, you're, you're referring to it as the Holy Spirit running wild in you. Yeah, because uh, I, no one in my family is bipolar uh, or been diagnosed bipolar. Um, and uh, being admitted to mental illness uh, facilities uh, that when somebody's on a mania or depression or, or um uh, they really call it a manic episode, and uh, I've been uh, many times to the hospital, and I call it spiritual warfare that I was having uh, in Illinois and Tennessee where this occurred, and even Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, uh, have experienced it in multiple places, and um, after I read the Bible is when this what they call bipolar occurred and happened to me and uh, that's when I started to experience um, a lot of spiritual interaction uh, with heaven and earth at the same time and um, I got some incredible stories that is uh, too long to share here but a doctor once told me and said be careful who you share your stories with Bill because most people can't handle it And number one, they'll call you a liar. Uh, They'll disagree with you. Uh, They'll lock you up and, uh, you know, want to throw the key away on you because what you would tell them is crazy to them. So uh, I've actually even thought because it is kind of comical things that I other people's pain is other people's humor. And it is kind of comical. Uh, the things that I went through, <laughs> I got some very unique stories that uh, would blow most people's minds. And um, I also cross-reference it with uh, what other, because the Bible is written by men and women. And uh, um, I, I know that what they're writing is true because it, I experienced the same communication with God and uh, what I call holy experiences. and. Um, like, uh, I will share one little just quick story there. I was in Tennessee and I was uh, wearing my 77 jersey, which is, you know, in the end times, Jesus talks about holding the seven churches and the angels, seven in each hand. And, and that was my football jersey in high school. 
And uh, I uh, walked down into the, the river. It was actually storming out. And uh, I was wearing my sandals. And uh, I picked up my toe and there was like a piece of skin. You know how you get it on your fingernail sometimes and on your toe. And uh, I pulled it and it bled and I was bleeding. And then I just said, you know, um, God, if uh, it's kind of personal. So, I mean, uh, I just asked God a question. And I said, if this is true, let there be lightning. And uh, um, immediately, as soon as I asked the question, I stepped in the water. And uh, there was lightning on the other side of the riverbank right in front of me. And I knew that was God answering my question and telling me, yes, I am that person. Mm. So, I mean, that's just one little little story. But I thought it was really cool because God said, I'll talk to you in the storm and in the thunder and lightning. And when I asked him, let there be lightning, there was lightning. And I'm talking all the way to the ground across the other side of the riverbank, uh, big and bright. There was no question that uh, he wasn't answering my question. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic, Bill. I have so many questions, but we're going <laughs> to let others talk. Um, Yolanda, you are up next. We're talking 10 years of, uh, you know, I mean, I've been bipolar for 13 years, but eight of them were absolutely just mind-blowing uh, with what I experienced and uh, the heaven and earth uh, relationship with God. So That's awesome. Yolanda, you're up. Hey, Bill. So glad that you could be with us today. My pleasure, Yolanda. Um, so, um, when when you were there, were you able to see anything else besides the throne? No. Uh, the, the, the gate and like a sea of people kind of milling around outside the gate. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, the gate was beautiful. And then, uh, I was in the throne room and, uh, that was it. I mean, nothing else. Um, you know, I didn't get to see the streets and the city and I'm sure there, I'm sure it's beautiful, uh, because if it was anything like the gate, it's going to be absolutely amazing. But, uh, um, no, that was, that was it, Yolanda. I mean, there was, and it was, uh, it was kind of, you know, pretty quick, you know, I mean, uh, we arrived at the gate of heaven. Uh, we sat there, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute. And then as soon as we crossed over, immediately I was in God's throne room. And uh, and he was pretty quick. You know, I'm not finished with you yet. I'm sending, I'm sending you back. And wow. the next thing I know, I was back. So, no, wow. I didn't get I mean, I wish I would have, you know, uh, uh, seen more. But I guess I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. Were you aware of... Um, any singing? Any singing? Um, no, no, no. I mean, there was no singing when I, when I got there. Uh, I guess you know God didn't let me stay because it wasn't ready to start the party yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Troy. Welcome to the call. Thanks, Angie. And thank you, Bill, for sharing your story. It's been a long time. It's great to see you and, and see everything is going well. I just yeah, you a, too, Troy. Yeah. I, I questioned, you know, I have four children at home and I know you have a 16-year-old son. You know, how do you share that story with uh, younger generations or your children? Um, well, my son kind of experienced it uh, firsthand and uh, 
uh, he was uh, very emotional and, um, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I know that uh, he remembers getting a phone call at school saying your dad died. And uh, so they drove up to the hospital and obviously I'd come back. Uh, I mean, because I was dead. I mean, I don't know when they called and told him, but, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, he came to the hospital and, uh, you know, I, I wrote because uh, I couldn't talk for the first five days, you know, just went to heaven, God is awesome and real. And, uh, I wrote on the paper, you know, he uh, said he wasn't finished with me yet. He sent me back. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I've never really uh, rammed religion down my son's throat. And um, his mother is uh, from Mongolia and they're Buddhist. And I do think that both of them are a believer. And I know my son is a believer. And um, he came to that conclusion through his own kind of personal research. Um, because I would pray at meals and uh, I would talk to my son about it. However, uh, I just never, uh, um, like, uh, made him go to church or anything. And it was kind of funny that you asked that question because, uh, he, uh, uh, gosh, two weeks ago, uh, I had my friend over and we, and, uh, he's bipolar too. And, uh, we were all just talking about how God is revealing himself every day to us and, uh, through certain signs. Cause in the Bible, I, I forgot I counted cause I highlighted that God is a, uh, maker of the eyes that see and the ears that hear. And, um, you gotta have eyes that see and ears that hear because God's around us daily. And, um, uh, so we were talking about that with my son and, uh, you know, I, uh, my buddy asked him, he's like, so are you believers? Like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe it's like, my dad's been there. And, um, you know, uh, he gets emotional when I tell my story, uh, obviously, because it was kind of a traumatic time for him. Um, you know, but I mean, this story's for, uh, you know, children and adults. Uh, you know, there's, uh, it's, it's, uh, as you can see, I got emotional, you know, just going back to that time and what I experienced and what happened and, uh, the people that were there and, um, I don't know why the doctors didn't stop working on me for after 12 minutes and 53 seconds, but, uh, I do know kind of that it was Tanya, uh, pressing them on to keep working on me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, uh, it's, it's easy to share with, uh, children and, uh, adults. Uh, I think it's easier to share with children because they're not as skeptical as adults are. Um, so that's really how I'd answer your question, but, uh, I mean, it's for everyone to hear. So. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. MJ. Well, thanks again, Bill, for being here. Uh, I know one of the things you talked to me about when you, you know, called me and said, you know, let me tell you what happened to me. And one of the things you were telling me about, you know, the love and peace and, the feeling connected uh, were some of the things that you talked about uh, three years ago. Um, but I did have a question about, uh, you said, uh, Tanya, you know, which has been, like you said, the angel on this earth for you. She, she was somewhere in the building that you would have never known where she was. And yet you told her 
I saw you here. And that was proof enough, you know, that, you know, to her that she, she goes, you know, there's no way he would have known that, you know. So what was that exactly? Where was she? And how did you see her? Um, was that in the hallway or in the chapel's room or what? No, she was, uh, 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 I was in, when, when, when I kind of, like my spirit opened its eyes, I was in the hallway of the ICU unit and to my, I guess my right, uh, Tanya was talking with the chaplain in uh, just, uh, you know, a little corner of the hallway. And then I turned and looked the other way and I could, I could see myself on the hospital bed uh, hooked up. Uh, they had all kinds of machines hooked up to me and everything. And uh, I could see the doctors and nurses working on me. So, um, and then uh, the next thing I know, uh, the chaplain, I, I, one of the doctors said something and a chaplain ran in the room and I left Tanya in the hallway. And uh, I told her that I saw her in the hallway with the chaplain when I woke up. And, uh, uh, and, Tanya obviously was like, uh, believes my story because she's, she's like, how would he know that I was there talking to that person? Um, because he was in another room and I was out of his eyesight. I would have, and I would have, and I was dead. I had no idea who she was talking to, but I saw them in the corner uh, of the hallway uh, talking. And uh, then a chaplain ran in the room and then the angel came at that moment and uh, we went to heaven. Wow. Awesome. Well, in reading the Bible now, you know, and you read about all the prophets and the things that they said about what's going to happen and all that kind of stuff. Now it's like, man, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it happens. You would know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is. Uh, and I can say this, if, if, you know, in the Bible it says seeking, ye shall find and uh, uh, pursue me and I will reveal myself to you. Um, and if you've never read the Bible, I mean, all the way through, and I'm talking all the way through, start on page one and read it like a book and go from, you know, Genesis to Revelation, um, and use a highlighter, uh, because what, when a verse or a passage, uh, speaks to you. Uh, you should highlight that like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I didn't know that was in the Bible. Boom, highlight that. So then I use the Bible like a, a time machine. <laughs> uh, I, I will uh, open it up randomly wherever my thumb lands. Um, I wish I had that Bible. It kind of got destroyed. Uh, that one I highlighted. Uh, um, I, I don't know where it is to this day, but I wish I did have it because I learned so much about our, our Lord and our Savior. So, um, but do it for yourself to get educated on how our God is. And he'll reveal himself to you uh, through the, you know, uh, passages and words of the, the other prophets and writers that put the Bible together. So thank you so much. Well, should we do open forum? Awesome, Angie. Um. Yeah, we. Yeah, if anyone else has any more questions, get ready um, to ask them. I have lots of follow up questions. I have so many questions. <laughs> I have a list. We could do. We're almost out of time today, so we'll have to do this again. Oh my gosh. Um, 
I, I guess uh, the, the, the biggest thing right now is like right after this all happened, and I know you're in pain, you're in the hospital. What was the recovery process like? Like light, was life dramatically different for you? It sounds like you had had many experiences prior and this was just another one of those experiences. Just, you know, they're all different. And uh, I mean, this is like the most amazing thing ever, but, <laughs> but you've had experiences with God before. So um, what was that time like? Like, how did you, re- I, I don't want to use the word recover, but um, how no, did you- I, I, I was recovering uh, because uh, obviously I had left the uh, heavenly realm and now I was back on earth and uh, have to uh, uh, live how our body is on earth as opposed to being spiritually in heaven. Uh, and, and it's still kind of a physical presence, but it's more spiritual. Uh, I, I was in the hospital for 30 days, you know, so, um, you know, it was a long road and I, I had to have a tube in, in, uh, my throat for the first five days. And, um, uh, that's how they were, you know, feeding me and, uh, uh keeping my air passageway open, uh, was with a tube, um. But I mean, eventually I would just get a little bit of strength uh, back every day. And, uh, you know, I just took their medicines and, uh, you know, really just laid in the hospital bed and didn't do a whole lot except uh, heal uh, until I was strong enough and they felt I was uh, better. And obviously a whole new slew of medications uh, started. I had had to be on... uh, I think they call it diuretics, uh, like make you go to the bathroom a lot. Uh, I had to be on blood thinners, um, and I'm still on them to this day. And uh, I take uh, some heart medicine, um, and, uh, you know, I got to take those pills, I guess, to stay alive. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't think the doctors are in control that much. It's all God's really in control, um, you know, but, I mean, at the same time, you know, uh, you know, God did give the ability to somebody to create that medicine for us to take uh, to get better. So, so I take it. I mean, sometimes I rebel and I'm like, I'm not taking my pills today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I do religiously take them. And uh, it was just a long recovery. It was a month in the hospital. And then I'm back out in the amongst the living. Wow. Thank you. That's amazing. Um, as we wrap up here, any other thoughts, questions? I had a question. Um, so Go Bill, Yolanda. So Bill, what what actually did they say happened? Uh, the blood clot went happened? from my the blood clot went from my leg uh, to my lungs, and then went to my heart and caused a heart attack. Oh wow! Okay. Well, praise God, He sent you back. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. I, and I was happy to be back. I mean, I, I, I still wanted to be able to be a dad and, uh, to my son and, um, you know, uh, accomplish whatever God wants me to accomplish here on this earth. So, um, uh, but I mean, I just can tell you, I'm ready to go back any day. Uh, I'm ready for the glorious appearance of Jesus, uh, in the clouds. And, um, I'm, I'm ready to start the millennial and, uh, party with God, my grandparents in heaven, and everybody that's there waiting on me. So, uh, but on this earth, my friends and family and uh, my son need me. So, 
uh, have to endure that for right now. Mm, thank you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I would love to have you back on. Like I said, I've got a slew <laughs> of questions that <laughs> we could take a whole different direction. We, too. we can do a part um, two. That's fine. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me, and thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.